0: Like you and i have spoken about crypto a little bit and yep. i think there's a really unique way to start looking at it both from a utility, like more from a utility standpoint than from a pure technology and asset standpoint i kind of like like liken it to like when the gold rush happened in the us there were a lot of people who grabbed the pants and pots and wanted to start mining for gold And I think there were those who saw the gold rush, saw what it meant and started building things around the gold rush. The people that made the actual money were people selling pickaxes, shovels, mining, and all the equipment around it. And when I start to look at coaching, I think that as crypto evolves and as the creator, and I'm calling it like the innovator economy, starts to grow and you have these tools that allow connection and really scale of intimacy at a level that we haven't seen before. I think that's where the money's going to be made. So I wanted to sort of jump in with you on how you're starting to think about crypto in a brand building and coaching sense versus buying NFTs to store wealth um, from a pure asset standpoint.
1: Yeah, I mean, my interest in, in buying the NFTs was kind of twofold with like firstly I, I can see a future for the projects, you know, that that I was. Backing. It's basically, I was it was a way for me to back the project that I'm already invested in and kind of understand where they're going with their marketing and innovation. So that's the Theta project and Theta Drop is it's the most legit kind of NFT exchange in, in the sense that you can buy with fiat and you ha- you can off ramp with fiat and it has KYC, so it's very different to the to the OpenSea uh, kind of experience. But we, I guess we're jumping into the weeds a little bit with that. But the thing is that. I see the NFTs play being like the app store is to business. Uh, yep. to, to apps, you know, the NFTs are to business. Like it's going to completely change the way that people experience business. Uh, NFTs are going to revolutionize that in the way that the app store changed what it is to, to build an app. You know, without the app store, you know, apps don't have a lot and, and business is going to be revolutionized, especially sort of communities and the influencer type, type of a scene, um, are going to be drastically impacted um, by this by this new innovation. But yeah, as you say, it's not the um, it's not the technology in itself. Like a lot of the the stuff so far is just talking about the technology itself. Like there's all these crypto influences, but it hasn't actually flowed on to the people who really do actually have influence and, and are adding a lot of value. To the world, like guys like, you know, the the big podcasters, Joe Rogan and these guys, they haven't made any plays into this crypto NFT world. You know, Gary V is probably the first one, you know, to really already have a big influence and then and then start making plays in this world. I mean, he's he's a good example, at least. So he's got his V friends NFT that's like worth seven ETH. I think it got up to like 70,000 at some stage uh, in, in US dollars. Now it's sitting at like 20, 28 or something like that. Um, But yeah, that's where it's going to get really interesting is when we stop talking about cryptos and and we just look at what they actually facilitate, you know, for Mm -hmm. the world. Like that's where it really gets interesting.
0: Yeah. So I think that we we definitely hopped into the weeds there. Um, I guess pulling back a little bit. So I think you're spot on with how I'm thinking about it as well. Because I think if you look at like some of the early utility NFTs where using smart contracts and maybe we do a separate episode on backing up the terminology for all these. Um, You can use smart contracts to really like give certain permissions and allow people different access points to you and different levels of connection. So I think when you look at kind of like the base ground right now, how are you starting to evaluate the technologies they come and how can coaches look at, okay, what is a coaching business and like, what are some utilities that I offer right now that I could probably scale with an NFT?
1: Yeah. So the, the membership model itself, I think, is is going to be revolutionized and, and subscription products have been huge for the last, you know, 10 years you worked at Uber. Like, you know, you you kind of get the idea of, you know, that recurring uh, revenue models and and how to sort of um, – so I see uh, – like I just jump in. Like that's the way I learn about things. Like I jumped in on the JRNY journey uh, NFT club. So this is a guy with 600,000 followers on YouTube, and he bought like 50 board apes. Um, so that's worth you know, somewhere between like 10 and 15 million dollars. And that's just one of the plays that he's made. But he, you know, he got there early on on some stuff. So yeah. he's got that credibility. And yeah, like he just launched his membership product. So um, he put out 10,000 tokens at one ETH. Per per token, and he sold seven and a half thousand. So that's a $30 million launch. Thanks for coming. Um, And he's going to give back to the community um, one of those bought apes and some other, like, he's given away some other uh, NFTs as part of like that was part of the deal coming in. And then he's given us uh, like, there's links there of like, okay, you can get on the whitelist to this project or you can buy this project on discount. And it's projects that he's interested in. And oftentimes, like what you see with the NFTs is like often they'll, the good projects will, um, they'll sell or pre-sell at a cheaper price than as soon as they go to market, the the price is already much higher. So I recently bought one on Theta with, they have a a secret pineapple society, it's 200 bucks for the, for the thing. And then they jump to a thousand dollars, like pretty much straight away. And then they've been between sort of 1000 and 2000 as like the floor price. The best ones are sort of thirty thousand or fifty thousand. So that's an example of a of a of a use case right there. It's like a guy with a big YouTube following. Now, what's interesting is you know he sold. He didn't sell them all. He sold seven and a half thousand of them, uh, which is really you know it's good going. I'm not sure how he's going to go about getting the rest out because you can purchase them now on OpenSea. I paid nearly two ETH for mine because I I didn't see when the launch was. And I wasn't really interested in NFTs that much, like two and a half weeks ago or three weeks ago, whenever that launch was. Um, It wasn't until I kind of bought my own more expensive NFT and and really started to dive dive deeper. But, yeah, I'm experiencing that. So what you get with that um, at the moment is pretty much access to a separate part of his Discord. And there's like a plug-in on Discord where it, it checks what you've got in your wallet. So you have like Metamask is like a place where you can hold your, your NFTs like most people um, will hold their NFTs there. So you you basically make a connection between the discord and your wallet and it says you can only see what's in there. it doesn't it can't do anything with it, but um, it says, oh yeah, it's in there. so then it gives you access to that area uh, of the discord. And um, that's also happening with WordPress now with uh, LearnDash where, you can have it gated, so you have to hold a certain amount of a token, or you have to hold um, an NFT to be able to get into – actually, I'm not sure if they have it NFT-gated, but they have it like token-gated, um, or maybe it's just actually off the MetaMask address. We're just looking at integrating it, – it is kind of integrated into the site that we're putting online now. Um, yeah. So it's something that can make the user experience smoother in terms of not having to use passwords. Um, that That's something that's coming, and – that what Journey's done is really possible because his audience are like relatively NFT savvy. So another project I did a podcast this morning with Jim Bros, and mm-hmm. they're the first um, gym to put a token online. And, and when it gets to eighty percent sold, then they build the gym um, on the Gold Coast. So you can buy a lifetime membership to the gym, is how I understand it, for two hundred and fifty bucks um, thereabouts. It's 0.07 ETH, and that's like the cheapest lifetime gym membership you're going to get. It looks like a really cool gym that they're going to build, yeah. but I think the problem is that people who would want to buy that membership they don't know anything about cryptos yet. Like he said, like if I could, if it was just tickets, if there were raffle tickets or something, everyone would have bought them. But because they have to get a Meta, they have to get metamask, they have to buy ETH, so mm-hmm. it's on ramping lots of people into the world of of NFTs. So that's like a contrast in how it's used. It's like. If you want to use it with people who aren't crypto people, then you have to be prepared to like talk them all through how to buy it. Um, Yeah. So super, super early in the adoption phase for like fitness people and people like me to be talking about this stuff. Like I would say nine out of 10, I work with a lot of coaches, nine out of 10 coaches, like I'm on ramping them into the crypto or NFT world, like not many of them already own something. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's like how it's playing out practically so far.
0: Well, I think you bring up a couple of interesting points there. I think one, like when I look at this, it's, I think we've just gone through like a big, like I think the information economy of like really paying for access of information. I think coaching, whether it's mentorship for business or whether it's coaching, like actually getting like molten nuts, like nutrition, diet, training, all dialed in, like that really picked up over the last couple of years. And when I look at NFTs, it's, I think has a real opportunity to alter that in both senses like one from a mentorship standpoint of like, you can now kind of scale the unscalable to where you can offer certain portions of your time or like private access to you via these tokens and NFTs. And then those can remain in circulation. So when somebody's kind of got the value out of that, they can then put that back out. And hopefully like you added enough value and continue to add more value that like your kind of going rate, so to speak, is more expensive. And then on the contrast to that, you as a creator and as a coach have a chance to kind of like preload value. Now, this is all kind of like based on the context of like, you have to add value as a coach. Um, Cause I think where a lot of people are gonna get in trouble with this. And you see it some in like the development communities as you develop something, you put out a roadmap and then don't deliver on it. I think there are gonna be people who use NFTs for these launches. And then say the gym bros don't end up building the gym but I think if you have a track record of value and you have that integrity behind you, it's such a cool way as a coach to be able to front load your value. Like say you and I wanted to build a podcast studio and like really go big, we could offer an NFT for this. If we had the following, if we had the integrity and the value, we could have our community kind of build that for us. And then we could offer more premium content to them.
1: Yeah, yeah there's, there's so much application for it. And it, I just say like, take a lot of the risk out of it so someone could buy a really premium product really premium ticket like even mm-hmm. the board ape is a good example but imagine if the board ape was like a school you imagine if you were going to get like tutored by you know joe rogan and andrew huberman and ben patrick and you know mark bell for owning that board ape like bought you that utility you buy yeah. that thing for one grand you sit with those guys for for a year and then you sell it for 250 grand and you just got tutored by it, like the biggest minds in, in, you know, in kind of stuff that guys like us like, yep. for, for, you got paid for it. Like, you just got paid. <laughs> to learn. Like, it's, it's a revolution. Like, it's, it's, it's so big that it's like, it changes everything. And looking at all these NFT launches, like, they're, most, they're mostly crap, right? Like, they're mostly like, yeah, we'll work something out later. That Like, the artwork's cool. And, um, you know, we're going to make, like, a cool place where you guys can meet each other. I was like, yeah, cool, but like who are they gonna be? It's cool with yeah. board Apes because it's two hundred grand, but because it, you have to have a buy- in of like being you know being relatively well off or being a celebrity or whatever, so that makes that makes that community cool, but you can't really start like that if I launch an nFT tomorrow and say, yeah, like this is good because it's half a million dollars like come with me um it's not gonna you know it's not gonna it's not gonna fly where yeah. I don't see projects yet that have actually like really loaded value into it. Like where's the you know, the Joe Rogan NFT at One ETH, where you know you get to listen to the podcast from now on, or like mm-hmm. there's, there's there's so much potential for this that it's like it hasn't started yet. You know, to my mind it hasn't started yet, like the real value of this this
0: space. Yeah. So I think with it, you bring up an interesting point. Um, it hasn't really started. So I guess how can coaches start to build the brand now? Because I think if you look at the people Gary Vee's been the most successful with it so far. Uh, Kevin Rose, who's another big guy in the NFT community, uh, has an awesome podcast called Proof and Modern Finance. Would highly recommend for anyone to listen to both of those. Uh, I know he's launching one to the Proof community, um, really utility NFT similar to that, but like, he's got a pretty solid brand. He built Dig way back in the day and I think it's really been like on the dot as far as a lot of tech predictions. So how can coaches start to build their brand and their value now to where they have access to this. Because I think that like you have to have that trust and value and integrity first. And then the NFT really allows you to mobilize that. But if you just launch, like you said, a crap NFT and you're launching it on promise, some of it might hit. And I think a lot of it won't.
1: Yeah, everyone's rushing to get their artwork onto mm-hmm. an NFT at the moment. And people are buying them. i just pure speculation and fun. And that shows the power of it. And like people, do want to talk about like some weird thing that they just bought. Like that shows the power of this stuff. Is like even when it's nothing, people are happy to put like 0.1 ETH in and just go, yeah, like let's roll the dice on this, you know, mm-hmm. um, snail cartoon uh, for $400. <laughs> and, you know, there's lots of them selling. And, and a lot of times there's, there's literally nothing there. Um, so it's, it's a really crazy wild time the message to the coach is like, to me, there's no shortcut. Like that is the shortcut. And I guess that shortcut kind of exists at the moment. If you can, you know, basically it's not, it's not a scam if you're upfront and you say, yeah, I'm going to have a member site for this, or I'm going to, you know, give away $10,000 and you do that, but it still doesn't, it's <laughs> still a crap project. You're still yeah. getting ripped off. You know? But f- for a coach, like I do not see a shortcut. Like I see this as being like the ultimate accountability um, thing where it's it's got to be real and I, I see it being like hyper hyper competitive you know where this gym bros thing like they're they're the first in the world to, to sell a gym like this i think there's going to be thousands and thousands of gyms that are selling like this and some of them will have strong local communities and they're like they'll they'll know people and there'll be like an innovative idea behind what they're going to do the gym bros one like they're still going to sell normal memberships where i think if the token really takes off that they should make it exclusive, you know. So you have to have the token to be there. But if if it becomes like a billion dollar turnover project, then the you know the fees there they get seven and a half percent on transactions. And my understanding with OpenSea, then yeah. you know they'll be able to run off that. They're also running a clothing brand um, off off the back of it, right? So there's all that stuff there. But I mean, you can't fake being being Gary V. Like if you start a thing V friends, but you spell it just you know with three e's or one e instead of two. Yeah, um, yeah you, get, you might get a few people, but it's, it's not gonna fly in the, in the new world. Like it's, it's ultimate accountability. Um, and a lot of the projects at the moment are kind of anonymous and just wacky stuff. But I see it being like, you're gonna have to be super transparent. And to be honest, like Zach, like I think most people like it's not gonna, it's not for you. Like you have to be good. You have to, it's gonna be like so competitive. Like you think online training is competitive now. It's going to be 10 times more competitive in this kind of world, in, in my mind, because you can get it based. you know, you get it kind of for free with that flipping kind of idea that we're talking about. Maybe you go and train with Marcus Philly or ATG Online in, in this new model, you do it for a year and then you flip your token and, you know, um, it's, it's not – I don't know how it's going to work. Like there will be a subscription version of it where you do keep paying, uh, mm. I'm sure, but – there will also be these ones where it's just like one-off uh, lifetime kind of payment, which, you know, uh, yeah, it'll be, I mean, maybe you've got insight uh, into that, but I see the, the real solution, like, yeah, be more valuable. The other thing is going to be like um, connection, collaboration, like everybody in the NFT world, it's all about community and connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so being legit and being really valuable and, and getting super hyper-connected is, is going to be like the, the answer for 99% of people who can't, like, carry a huge brand on their own is going to be about finding ways to play together with smart contracts and um, collective energy.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that, like, in a sense, the, the connection piece is really cool because you got that trope about the, the Kevin Kelly 1,000 true fans, which I think is, is dead on the mark. But I think that, like, with these NFTs, you can really identify and aggregate those fans in a really interesting way. And because, like, you can even cap that at 1,000, if you continue to add value, like you said, like you become bigger and your brand becomes bigger, then like that access becomes worth more. The way I'm kind of thinking about the membership thing, and this is still something I'm playing around with the actual math on, is whether to go one or the other, like one, like how strong are your previous results? But two, I think that like retention and churn is such a big thing in the training business, whether you're like, the better you are, the better that gets. But I think looking at the math behind it of saying, like, what is my actual, like, lifetime value of a customer worth. How can I add more value through an NFT? And how could I basically pay for the LTV of a customer through that initial offering, whether it's like setting up the duck off, Judge auction or however you do that, to where just in the beginning you've captured what your current LTV is now and you're predicating that on the fact that if you get better as a coach and your brand gets better and you're able to offer more and more value, then like that's your LTV now. And like that LTV should grow consummate to that so i think you're going to get people who when this becomes hyper competitive and you become like if you want to go to like ben patrick for knee rehab like to play professional sport and there's only like 100 tokens for that and ben keeps getting better and better and better and the brand grows then you're going to have people who swap those in and out based on their training goal and i think something like that if you're the best at what you do being really prominent in the training community of where like maybe you've gone with keegan maybe like we've learned like like really gone through like what you do with Sonny Bill. I played my season. I'm done with rugby. You can flip that. And then you can help the next time I am a becoming guy, but like your value increases every time, like every result you produce. So I, I agree with you there. Like the, the hyper competitiveness of it is going to be really neat. And I think it's going to put a, pro- a lot of pressure on coaches to provide more value and get creative with the value they're going to provide outside of just the results.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Creativity is the biggest word. Like, I think this is just like a time for huge innovation and a lot of the stuff so far is like giving money back uh, or, or free mm-hmm. nft tokens but you're going to see a lot more and i think you know if you look at things like um, in the mentoring space like where's the value Like the value is in getting on a podcast getting on a facebook live you know getting on a mentoring call and going to a workshop you know you've, you've run these workshops for innovators know that how like get packaging that value as the the bonus stuff as well as potentially like the cash you know it seems to it seems to work but the thing is like once someone is in the community then it's their incentive for the community to get better as well like that's what changes so much with this like when you own the nft you actually own a portion of that project and if you make the project better then you add value to your nft so you know, the uncommon success, I'm looking at launching an NFT for what I'm doing and I'm wrestling with all these different models of, okay, like do I start with like a really small group of super committed guys and um, and then we like gradually build it out or do we go with like a big mint like the Jim bros and, you know, just let it feel as it feels and the value is there. Um, so you're not going to get like a flip. Um, on that but the value is there from the start like when you buy the gym rooms, you're effectively buying the, the gym uh, you know membership um, so it's it's okay that you don't make all the money on the flip on the start like with a lot of these projects because you're buying into the value so you don't need it to all sell out and it doesn't matter to you because you bought it because you want to use it Yeah. Um, so yeah I'm going back and forward on like do I launch with 8,000 you know Eight thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight tokens, or do I launch with eighty-eight tokens and like sell the concept to my friends, and we like all add value to the project, um, and work out like reward reward systems going back to the guys who are adding value, and slowly build it out with a strong culture. Like these are this is like honestly what's going on in my thought process. So I think um, yeah, I mean coaches should be looking at it, thinking about it.
0: Well, I think the, the word culture there is the most interesting because I think that with this, the projects that you build and the people that you've got on those projects are going to shape the culture of that project. So really figuring out like who your ideal people are and targeting, I think, what is most valuable to them in those offerings to where to just live. like you yeah, yeah. I've
1: got the 88 written out and you're, uh, you're, you're one of them. I'm planning to propose it to the guys who I want in at the start.
0: Love it, man. And yeah, wow.
1: if you select, like, it's, it's, it's a whole different way of looking at this thing, right? Of, like, you choose the people, so you choose the culture.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it I mean, like, what do you, I know we're, we're running up on time. What are you leading towards right now? Because I think the, I look at it as, like, we talked this entire time. It's, like, NFTs allow you to multiply your value. So just like with anything else in coaching, if you're coming from a place of, like, how do you add more value I think that starts to structure your decision. So do you think the 88 is more valuable long-term or do you think the 8,888 8, is more valuable?
1: The 88 would be to grow and the benefit would be that those guys would be the, they would have those OG tokens. So if you, when you you have the idea of getting to the 8,888, but there's a benefit to those guys who who were the originals and they can flip that token. But if you do get to the point of, all the tokens being valuable, then those first ones are going to be, you know, even more valuable. So um, it's not really either or. It's it's um, in my mind like it's just kind of tactics of, of kind of how you play it. And there's there's so much once you start to think about it of like how you want to play the the game of the of the launch and release. Like, do you want them to all get snapped up on day one? Do you build the hype and do you build the you know the artwork and everything, or do you go without artwork and you go like low key? Um, and kind of under the radar and then, you know, build momentum in in results where, you know, the people are actually raving fans and it's just like an underground thing, you know, like there's different ways you can go about it. I think it really depends on your audience size and your end game. And it's, it's, as as I said, it's going to be very innovative and unique. Um, So I'm looking forward to like talking it through more, you know, with you and maybe that's something that we can do on these episodes is kind of, you know, you can come back to me with some thoughts on, you know, Models and things that you're seeing, or you know how you might play it, because um, yeah, to me that's the best way to learn is like thinking about how you're going to apply it for yourself, and then looking at which ways it's working already. So like the journey example and the bros example, I think are really good ways to look at it. There's a couple of other projects that I could, you know, like I, I touched on the the uh, Secret Pineapple Society, and there's another one I'm involved with called Devolve, and each of the projects is very different, learn different things. To me, it's like best to be in them and yeah. have an experience that like that's the best way to, to kind of learn,
0: okay, that's what that one feels like, you yeah. know? I 100%, I think as we kind of rounded out today, the, the skin of the game, I think is the most important. Uh, and yeah, I would love to walk through both yours and my journey of like, how do you deploy these in a real-time business for a SaaS company, for a service business? And how do you start to figure these things out? But I think only in playing these games, owning, like owning NFTs, owning tokens, getting out there and doing your own releases, are you really gonna learn like what this is about and like what the technology can do? So like, like you said, like you can be the innovator and you can start to use this like very first level of technology. I think it's gonna multiply out to tons and tons and tons and you can be on the cutting edge of that.
1: There's never been a bigger opportunity than this in business from, from what I can see. Like it's, it's, uh, it's well, we can, we can talk more about, you know, where regulation is gonna come into this, uh, yeah. There's, there are a lot of unanswered questions but yep. no matter what the answer to those questions are like this is not going to go backwards this is no. this is going forwards, and uh, it's it's yeah it's i really appreciate you opening up this conversation i look forward to continuing
0: love it man you can take care
1: Good, man.